You are looking live at the fifth year podcast with Parker Biggs, Zach Ruley, and Clint Maxey. Ladies and gentlemen, can you believe it? These guys are the best with this podcast. Don't even think of making a wager on this upcoming season without checking in with Parker, Zach, and Clint. Take it away, guys. Welcome back to the Fifth Year Podcast. As always, Clint Maxey, Zach Ruley, and Parker Biggs here. Week six is in the books. Week seven's ahead, and oh boy, we've uh, we got more to talk about this week. A lot of the same as last week. Another week, another uh, beat down to the Sooners. This time to our rival Texas, 49-0. Uh, <clears throat> pokes with a good win over uh, Texas Tech. Um, and uh, Kansas undefeated streak ends. But we also have big games uh, <clears throat> this weekend, uh, so we'll pick those. We actually have three matchups between undefeated teams, uh, which is, I think I read the most ever this late in the season. So really fun sled of games ahead this weekend, but a lot to catch up from last weekend. So, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to uh, how, where to start here. Well, I'll, um, you mentioned – Latest it's ever happened in the season to have this many undefeated matchups. It happened one other time in college football history. That was in 1993. Now, that being said, you guys, are you guys okay? Parker, you sound like you've lost love one. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I, they're just, you're just lucky they did not allow me on to the, uh, the Ferris wheel after that game, <laughs> I would, I would have come, I would have come down, but it was not going to be on the, uh, in the, in the buggy. It would have been hopping. I actually saw buggy. a great, I saw a great Instagram story of somebody actually in the Ferris wheel after the game. And you could only see, you could see a half like empty stadium and then half burnt orange. It was awesome. That's funny. That the OU, I, I, I don't have, they're just bad, man. They, they do everything a bad team does. Like they don't yeah. tackle well. They don't, they had terrible quarterback play Saturday. Like, they were just bad. Yeah, it was – I mean, I think that's where we should start, I guess, is, is the offense where pretty early in that game it was clear they were going to they were gonna run that Wildcat and they weren't going to stop running it. Um, and I don't mind, like, the strategy, you know, to start the game. It works until you're down – but when you're down 28-0 – You have to um, throw the ball. You can't keep running the – like, if your quarterback is lined up on the sideline for 65% of the, the snaps, he probably shouldn't be your – your guy, you're starting in an OU Texas game. So my question is, how bad is Nick Evers or General Booty? How bad are those? Guys? I just I read something insane. Like apparently one of the not Sooner Scoop because that's the only OU Insider site that I actually subscribe to. <clears throat> but I read somewhere or I saw somewhere that apparently one of the other Insider sites is claiming because did you see how Eddie Rado tweeted right before the game? Something like, I think Gabriel is going to go, but if not, it, essentially, I think it'll be booty. Yeah. I did hear a rumor that he could have played. Gabriel could have played. I heard a rumor that uh, that booty had an allergic reaction before kickoff. That, uh, I, that's also, I, I heard the, they were talking about that on the sports animal today, is that his eyes were swollen shut. Wow. And I couldn't see. But, but agreed. What does that say about Evers? And why the hell did they put him in at the end of that game? I didn't see it. I was long gone at that point. But apparently Evers went in and took a few snaps. Yeah, he didn't. He was yeah. burning he one of his four games. Like if, right, if you're going to put him in, put him not. in. I mean, it was one of the most bizarre game plans I've ever seen. They had some success early with the Wildcat, but then obviously had once they got in Texas territory, were just making ridiculous mistakes. At some point, you give up on the Wildcat 
you got to try to throw the ball. They didn't attempt to throw the ball at all. It almost seemed to me like when it got to like 21, 28-0, OU just they, – they clearly did not think they were, could win. They had no interest in trying to go win. They were, I think, doing their best to just keep the Texas offense off the field and just try to keep it, you know, as close as they possibly could. I mean, it just didn't seem like they had any interest in attempting to – they clearly so had no confidence. So, what, what do you think this so. – what do you think the score is with Devin Gabriel at quarterback? 42. Stop, it's not 49 to 0. 42 to 21 or something like that. Like, I mean, I think yeah. it's a blowout. I can see that. No, I guess um, they would have scored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I, I did see a stat. I don't know if it's true. And I'm not rubbing salt in the wound. I hope I, I saw a stat that 114 teams in the country scored a touchdown Saturday. And one of the ones that did not was the University of Oklahoma. So I, I believe it. Most I guess teams I do score ask, points when they play football games. What do you what do, what what grade would you guys give Levy? He was good against like the the, the shit teams you played or like the, like so far this season you give him an F. an F for the whole year. Yeah. Yes. One thing we talked about. F. One thing we talked about last week that same thing this week is just I know it's different game plan, but sweeps, screens, sideways throws and runs, and you're not getting positive yards, and it's just the most boring and then snap it again and then run it for a yard. It's been terrible. I mean, one of my issues is just like trying the same thing over and over when it's not working. Like I don't get what you lose by. You mean insanity? Yeah. That's, that is the definition of insanity. Trying the same thing over and over when it's not working. So I don't get it. Um, I, you know, even early in the season, I wasn't particularly like the Nebraska game. The offense played really well. But besides that, like he had, the offense hasn't looked good a single game. Like yeah. even the UTEP game and the Akron game, like the defense played well in those games, but the offense was super was slow to start in every single game. As OU score, I think OU's only taken a lead out of the first possession once all season. Even UTEP, UTEP scored first, uh, or no, Akron scored. I think UTEP's the only time. Who you came out and scored first? I mean, this offense is even with Gabriel has some. I mean, there's no playmakers. Nope. Not I'll, say two, right- I'll say too. Did Barnes not get a lot of runs Saturday? I I gotta convince. I only I only watched no. the end of the game. No, I was, I was you know who was the leading rusher? Eric, you wouldn't uh, probably wouldn't uh, believe it. I mean, it just oh, uh, Farouk, the tight end. The no, tight end. Yeah, no, well, it was uh, Jaleel Farouk. I didn't what see that. He had six, he's had so the. When they were running that Wildcat, it was – well, they ran the Wildcat with both Eric Gray. Eric Gray all, Eric Gray and Braden Willis are and are the only two players on the team that I, like, actually think have, like, fight and are, yeah. like, out there doing their very best. Braden Willis does. I mean, he, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Braden you know, Willis he, came he's back. He's the only – yeah, he's been – Willis had a good season. I mean, he's one of the few bright spots of the whole team. But, you know, uh, um, uh, Barnes didn't get – I it is funny. Years. You look at you look at the other schools, um, like Lebby's track record. So like he was at Baylor. R. Browse was the guy, right? Like and then Kendall Browse was the actual OC. So and Art's his father-in-law. Kendall's his brother-in-law. Yada yada yada. Goes to Central Florida. Hypel's the guy. Yeah. Obviously, Josh knows what he's doing with quarterbacks. Look at Hendon Hooker. Then he goes to Miss with Lane Kiffin. Jackson mm-hmm. Dart's not that great. Still scores. It almost seems like maybe I'm not gonna say he's undeserving of this, like from all these promotions and these big jobs, but 
it's maybe it's a hint is what I'm saying. It's it's I mean, more the yeah, system it's the, of the guy he was working under. It's definitely something to that, but I mean, I I can't disagree at this point. I mean, it's the first time he's been with the de- defensive head coach, and yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad offensive coordinator. I'm not saying eventually. I don't think it's gonna be this year. I, eventually, maybe he will get the OU offense uh, churning again. But no, I mean, there's so- definitely something to be said, and you can definitely question the fact that he's making over a million dollars. Like that's. Yeah, it's all a lot little... of money for an assistant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I every, I mean, there's everyone to blame, the coaches. I mean, th- at the end of the day, I still think the quarterback situation falls on Venable's lap, right? I mean, I get that Levy's running that offense. But if you're Venable's, you just go in. Like, I, I just don't get it. Why? What are they seeing in practice? Like, are the practices and the deep, games that that's different? Sprints, that's Brent's baby, Right. Right. I just, I I mean, this is arguably the worst OU football team of all time. I mean, I, I mean, it's it's John. Is it, was that the most that. embarrassing loss of your life? Yes, the yeah, last two absolutely. weeks have both been the most embarrassing losses of my life. I think it was I saw the first time ever wanna, OU lost two Do you want to talk about the defense plus. real quick? Yeah, God. yeah. Uh, Since the forty-five be, season, I think the first time they lost two in a row of 30, 30 plus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. The defense is, I don't, I, as bamboozled as I am by what the offense is doing, I'm equally confused by what the defense is doing with this three man front. Right. Um, they don't, they have no they ability to get have the, the quarterback. They don't have the ball players for that. Right. I mean, oh, you had success, a little bit of success defensively earlier in the year when they were running four man fronts and you actually let Reggie Grimes on the edge where he's not, you know, jammed between a guard and tackle and you put him mm-hmm. on the edge, he might be looking out for the quarterback. They clearly can't do that. Um, I mean, the deep into backs they have out in the field are horrible. The linebackers, when you have that three-man front, are getting taken out by these offensive linemen so that Stutzman and those guys don't can't make plays. I mean, I what one of the few bright spots, I guess, was the fact that we they did actually try some different defensive backs in that game because it ain't working for uh for Jaden Davis. It ain't mm-hmm. working for Justin Lawrence. Like I kind of like Woody Washington at safety. I mean, I thought he looked better there than he had cornerback. But Key Lawrence, I don't know what's happened to him. No. He's lost all confidence. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. These guys are, I think the only way they're mental midgets. Like, mm-hmm. They don't if the second something adversity hits, I mean, this is the have you ever seen a team fall off the face of an earth the earth in th- three weeks like this? Like I get they weren't playing good teams. Yeah. They were handling those teams. Like, so there was a, like, I, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. My entire life. I know. Um, it's bad. One one sack in three games for the OU defense. I mean, one single sack. And then what, after three so, games, we were leading the country in tackles for loss? And I, I think, think sacks are close to it. Anymore. I could we be let, yeah. wrong on that, but. No, I don't think we're near the top anymore. I think, yeah, we were leading the country after the Nebraska game, or going into the Nebraska game, I think, in tackles for loss. Um, they can't get. I mean, another thing about the defense, I saw a tweet about it. and It's so true. It's like you're rushing three, and guys are still wide open. Like you're dropping guys in yeah. coverage, and yeah, they're running the problem, completely right? free, right in the middle of zones of an eight man, uh, eight man zone. It, yeah, I think the I, the argument, I guess, that you could make about what they're doing is Venables is putting his system in. He's sticking to his system, but you got to win games, like. 
you mm-hmm. if it's not working, try something else. My, I get my you need to adjust to the ta- the personality. Yeah, you, have. you don't yeah. have the Clemson yeah. defensive line out there. Like it's a totally different animal. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just I really don't know, and I don't know what to expect this Saturday. Um, yeah, my I Oklahoma is sixteenth legit- in the country in tackles for loss as a team. By the way. All of those were in the first three games. Yeah. Um, do you know who number? Do you know who number one is? You don't tell me Oklahoma State. O- Oklahoma State. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, you're um, back. Yeah, there we go. What do you? Yeah. I mean, what? So what, Clint? What as an OU fan? What is your all every goal OU had going the season is like out the window, like the big world title out the window. Obviously, playoff clearly out of the picture. Picture, I mean, bowl game. I mean, that's the only thing getting better, right? I mean, that's yeah, the goal should be to get better. Do you start yeah. playing like do, do you? I mean, do you start, you know, sitting these the Justin Broyles, the Woody Washington, those guys, and give these young freshmen more run? Yeah, I uh, I don't know, it's definitely the weirdest most uncertain time of being an OU fan in our lives it feels weird. Cause you know, you have a bad loss or maybe two and you're like, Oh man, we'll get it together. And then just three in a row, it's just a different feeling. And it, and especially with the new head coach, it's just so much uncertainty. But uh, I don't know. What was your question specific? About just you? like, do you start, do you start running the young oh, guys out there? Yeah. I, if you have right. the depth, I think, why not? Well, who cares? That they can't uh, right. be I mean, worse than exactly. That, that's what I was gonna say. They can't be worse if you have young guys that start learning. I definitely think so. And I just, yeah, I hope it gets better. I hope the system gets in. I hope it gets his recruits. But I'm, I'm, I'm that's done. How are you, you worried about recruits? losing recruits? Yeah. I so I, didn't you see uh, Josh? Can, uh, question. Yeah, yeah. He said apparently they've been pretty optimistic about it so far. Parker, have you read anything about that? surprisingly yeah, I mean, optimistic who knows but I, I you gotta assume there there's gonna be one, at least one or two there's, guys there's yeah. ramifications for losing football games yeah like, right so i mean i don't know if it's gonna be some i don't i'm not expecting a mass exodus just based off of you know the guys that venables is bringing in like i would think they they could you know keep a majority of them but there's bound to be especially if they keep losing there's bound to be a couple guys yeah for gonna, sure i did see caden green the five-star opposite lineman said he's there's no chance he's going anywhere else. So, I mean, there maybe there's some hope, but like that PJ kid, the five-star defensive end from Kansas City, you got to worry about Vasic or Vasic. I don't know how you say his last name. He's from Austin. You got to be worried about him. And, Texas. and guys, I cut out. Did you hear the part where I said Oklahoma State is the number one team tackle? Yeah, we heard it. We heard you know, it. That, okay. yeah, that, that did make it in there, yeah. <laughs> All right, just making sure. I did. I, I don't know yeah. where we were. And uh-huh. We got it in there. That. But yeah. And they yeah, played I mean, real teams, so. Kind of, yeah. Well, I just don't know what the like. I keep telling myself, like, I'm still a believer in Brett Brent Venables, mm. but you, but you can't, but you, I don't care like how much you believe in the system. You good coaches don't lose games 49 to zero, is like, they, and they, my, especially in Oklahoma, they don't right. lose 49 yeah. to zero. That's this I, uncharted I, territory. I hate the, and I get like, I don't, this is compared to past Oklahoma teams is not as talented, but OU still has more talented players than everyone in the conference except for Texas. So I don't buy Kansas is, you know, five and one. Uh TCU's undefeated. Those guys don't 
don't have more talented, you know, at least on paper players than OU mm-hmm. does. How so many guys? I how many those. guys on the KU roster do you think have an offer from? I'm not. I don't have the number. I'm just asking for a ballpark. How many guys Saturday when they line it up? KU athletes that have an Oklahoma offer to play less than three. Probably the yeah. running back, the running backs, but I can't think of his name. He he's was highly recruited. Actually, I think he was a three or four star, but I'd, I'd venture to guess you're correct. Maybe two guys on the Kansas and roster that had and, and the only guys that I've I remember there have been times when players have picked Kansas over OU, and, and it's always like a Kansas kid. So there might be one or two Kansas. Right, kids. that was the running mm-hmm. back. He he was a Lawrence. I remember that kid. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, um, and we'll, we'll move on from your your football team for calling them that Thank you. Uh, under on their win total already hit by the way. So credit to on, under, on their, Oh, they cannot get to be, now. So no, I can't get the 10 regular season. What, what I don't think they get the seven wins. I was going to ask, let's run through it real quick. You don't have to say win or lot. You can save your prediction for Saturday. Yeah. Okay. KU at home. I'm going to say that it's a must. I, I, yeah. I would love to say, see like me, like, Every week I've lost money betting on OU because, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, which it's OU. Like, I warned yeah. you. I warned we warned you last week. You did. And <laughs> not I, a good football team. But I want to take the cheese for KU this week, and I know it'll be the one Kansas wins. I'll say OU wins Saturday. I don't know how because they're not better than Kansas, but they're going to win. They're going to have to find a way to win. Yeah. Iowa, Iowa State on the road. They need to go 2 and 0 in that stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Baylor at home. I, probably lost. Okay, so are you saying beat Iowa State? Yeah. All right. So I'll they, say that. Okay, I'm not going to make my pick for the Kansas game. I'll say if they beat Kansas, I think they beat Iowa State. If they lose to Kansas, then the wheels are off. The fucking yeah. – they might not yeah. win another game. They might not win yeah. another game at that point. Exactly. Kansas is as must – I mean, every game, the last three games has been must win. It's right. a must win as it gets. So we'll say they beat Kansas, they beat Iowa State. Is Baylor that good? Do we even know if Baylor is that good? I don't – I don't know. Their most I'm impressive not, win is B or no? They they, they, they lost to BYU. BYU is yeah. not even BYU's got BYU's like, not that losses good. already. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, All BYU right. Lost so Dame, so. Baylor. I think the, Baylor's a winnable Baylor game. If it is, if they, I'm going to say loss. I'll still say loss there. But if they do, if they beat Kansas, Iowa State, that might. I mean, it's definitely a winnable game. But I'll say right, loss there. So, so OU is what three and three. I'm going to say yeah. they beat Kansas four and three. Beat Iowa State five and three. Lose to Baylor. Lose to Baylor five and four. Beat West Virginia six and four. For bowl eligibility against no, but that's the thing. If OSU's undefeated and OU's got less than seven (laughs) wins going into that game, OU's going to win the football game. That's just like I already also exactly the only way I will have any confidence about the Bedlam game is if OU I mean OU needs if OU can beat the you know, if they can beat Kansas and Iowa State and then upset Baylor, then and you know. The only way OU is going to have a shot at OSU is if they're rolling going into that game. I mean, yeah. they got to have some sort of confidence. I mean, the mm. football team we're seeing right now, I don't know if they beat anyone on the schedule. I'm just assuming that they'll show improvements. Tech on the road to end it, which if the wheels are totally off by then, Tech's going to blow them out of the barn. Right. That's yeah, they look good. Like, like if OU's at. only won one game or two games in that last in this last six-game stretch, Tech will beat the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. Now, things you get – this, I mean, the KU game, and I said the same thing about the Texas game. The Texas game, you know, will just kind of determine which direction OU goes. I mean, the direction's clear at this point. It's a bad season. It's whether it gets like really bad and where you're risking missing a bowl game 
or where, you know, you're a respectable middle of the pack Big 12 team? So say, okay, I I mean, I don't mind talking about OU's demise. It's very entertaining. But if he misses a bowl game this year, no. how many how many games would he have? No, no, no. How many games would he have to win next year to keep his job? Or do you give him a third year? I think you give him I three. Think, I think so. This is my thought. If they struggle this year, say they finish like six and six, seven and five, or say they miss, okay, miss a bowl game, say they go five and seven, you give him next season. And then if next season's a struggle, you give him until like halfway into year three type deal. And if they're, so if they go five and seven this year, they go like six and six or seven, five next year. And then the year after that, they're like, you know, three and three going into October, or then you you might do something. I think a benefit think a- Brent Brent has is that he's an OU OU yeah. guy because he's like a Bob guy, and mm-hmm. at a time when OU needed somebody Bob like trusted and liked, or that was liked by the fan base, I guess you know what I mean. Like you know he, who he that is at his, in his back pocket, definitely. And yeah, Joe and Joe, it's Joe. Joe C. C. Like and, too. He's, yeah, yeah, he's not going to make a. They're going to probably give him, I mean, a minimum of three years, if I was guessing. And I, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, this year is a total bust, as bad as it could possibly be. But you still got to give him, give him time. And maybe the culture was as bad. Maybe the culture is that bad, and it just needs to be broken down. That's the optimistic way of, of looking at it. That it needed to be broken down. But what's crazy is I was talking on the pod a few weeks ago about seeing Lincoln, Nebraska at rock bottom. You who would have thought three weeks later, oh, you would be in the same exact spot. Yeah. yeah. They're swimming <laughs> in the same end of the pool right now. <laughs> yeah. Nebraska, I think, hasn't lost since then, have they? Uh, they're in contention for the Big Ten West, which that's a whole other story. For the how, how yeah, I think that's right. How bad the well, you saw any team that's played Nebraska since they beat them has not won a game. Yeah. No, Nebraska legitimately could make the Big Ten championships. That's disgusting. I think like they, 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 they and uh, Illinois are probably the two. I watched them play the Saturday. Top. That was they or Friday, they whatever it was. They are not good. The Big but, Ten West is just horrible. It's tragic. All right, let's. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, let's <laughs> uh, let's talk about your pokes. Yeah, weekly therapy session mind. done. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, on. I don't mind. Hey, I'm I'm here for you guys. I'm in Great cover, spot. by the way. Gonna, that was it was nasty. So I was like stressed about losing the game, and then we get up three, and I was like, with about ten minutes left, I text my buddies. I was like, hey, now, I'm not gonna say anything, but it's, we're a touchdown away from being done with this thing. Um, defense in the first half, a little spotty. I te- as soon as I saw the Baron Morton kid was playing, who I never have. I'm sure OSU had some insight that he might play. To me, no clue who's going to play. There's no film on that guy. So he's got a cannon, too. He's good. I was yeah. getting flashbacks to Shapin from the right. me too. game last year. So I was like, well, if we don't have film, this kid's just going to carve us. And he did. Yeah. Um, Derek Mason said the adjustment at halftime for the defense was there was no adjustment. They were like, we're just going to keep getting pressure on this kid. Eventually, he's going to fold. And like he didn't necessarily fold, but he did get beat up pretty good. Um, which is part of the reason I think we were able to pull away. The defense, the secondary worries me um, moving forward. But I also think it was, I don't know if you guys watched any of it. OSU was down like bad DB wise. Like there was a lot of injuries, um, stuff like that. Like just went like linebackers were banged up. It was, it was a perfect storm. I think for the defense to look the way they did. Offensively, Spencer had another good game. Uh, what do you have? 
297, a touchdown, and then 17 carries for two touchdowns and 56 yards. So, like, he was the leader of the team again. I mean, he does take a beating. After they scored the last one, he, like, ran over the trainer, and they immediately started, like, working. Oh, I saw that on his his lower, Yeah, like, he looked like he was in pain. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this, I still think the team goes as Spencer goes, but like, I'm starting to like, think he's a little more, I need to give him a little more credit and maybe he's not like a lot of us. fans do. Maybe he's not as high risk as he was last year, or definitely years before. Like he's not, we don't need to worry about him making a stupid throw near as much anymore, but I mean, it's still in there. He did it against Baylor. Like he just like looked down some guy and threw it right to him, but I don't know. You see throughout the game how he's getting more mature. It's like every season he still makes those throws, but like a little bit better, a little more mature, a little bit better decisions. That's no joke because like we'll text like our thread. We'll have a thread. I mean, all my pledge brothers, it's like, good job. He ran. He ran with it. Or yeah. he like tuck it and ran or he threw that one away. It's like he's not trying to do some stupid stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, he made the sensible play. Like there was one actually. It was – in the red zone, he could have tried to do some stupid shit. He threw it away. We kicked the field. We got three points, like mm-hmm. stuff like that, that like keep drives alive and give you a chance. Um, I don't, I, I do have to read this stat out. This is a good, and you're going to know who one player is based off the conversation we're having. So both of their teams have played six games. I want to clarify. And the other kid has played five games. So quarterback a 61% completion percentage. 1,400 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, two INTs, 250 rushing yards, six touchdowns. The other kid, 67%, 1,200 passing yards, 14 touchdowns, three picks, 150 rushing yards, three TDs. Who do you think quarterback B is? Because he's in the Heisman contention. Wait, can you repeat quarterback B stats? 1,200 yards passing, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions, 150 yards rushing and three touchdowns. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. It's Bryce Young. Okay. And quarterback A is Spencer Sanders. Yeah, he's having yeah, a good year. Sanders, Sanders nationally gets zero respect. Zero yeah. credit. And like it I think I feel like a lot of the national media thinks OSU's a bunch of frauds. And like maybe, maybe they are. Like maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I I don't I know. I think what the I'm track record at. we're seeing from the last two years is long enough. Like that anyone that actually knows football. Like, it's a good football team. Like, you can't – I mean, you just have to not watch football to, to – well, I mean, you could argue they're not a national title contender. But, you, but they're anyone good. That, right. At a very minimum, they're a top six or seven team, in my opinion. I mean, in my opinion. And then – They've done it for two straight years now. Where so, like, lost, if – One game in the last two years? Exactly. Years, like, if, years. if we had be, if we had lost to Baylor, what would the narrative about Baylor be? How good they are, right? Like, it wouldn't be – like, we went down there and beat Baylor – on their home field and beat them soundly. Like it was kind of an ass kicking. I know the score didn't reflect that, but it was an ass kicking in my opinion. And like, just everybody's like, eh, it is what it is. But if Baylor had beaten us, Baylor would be in the top 10. They'd be like seven or eight. They'd be right where we are. And they're not as good. OSU was just not rising in the rankings. No, I think think a win Saturday and we'll get into it more, but that um, Saturday is a huge, huge test. USC I will has say, no business being ranked ahead of OSU. And they might get exposed this week. There could be a couple teams that get exposed, and we figure out what they're really about. But um, I don't know. But I do like the Baron Morton kid for Tech. I don't know why he doesn't play more. They've got um, nice depth. Yeah, they do. I'm sure you would 
trade cap space, any of them. NIL money, and something else for a quarterback. Um, I do like that McGuire goes for it on fourth down so much. Um, like, why, why not? Like, same with Aranda. Like, they both are kind of subscribing to that same analytics theory. Like, four is greater than three. You get four tries at something, you're going to have higher likelihood to, of keeping a drive alive. Play of the game, though, for OSU was um, – so Tech scored pretty quickly, which it's always tough, and, like, I think a lot of fans struggle to realize a first drive is all scripted, right? Like, they know right. exactly mm-hmm. what they're running coming out of the gate. It's tough to put a lot of stock into that um, if your team either, – either side of the ball, in my opinion. So, like, Tech goes down and scores on the first drive. That was a good game plan. That was a good first nine plays they had drawn up. Like, you tip your cap, you go make an adjustment. Now, if they continuously keep doing it, then, yeah. Yeah. But Tech scores first drive, no problem. Goes surprise onside kick, which I thought was odd. Like I didn't, li- I like it as like a football fan, but not as an OSU fan. Um, play the game though, Demarco Jones, one of the backup corners. I guess you can fair catch onside kicks if it bounces. And I it bounced, saw and went, that. It bounced and went in the air, and he like briefly did this. Fair caught it, and they recovered it. So it's a good thing he did that, or because at first I was like, why did he not go for the ball? Well, he tried to. So it was kick catch interference. OSU gets the ball at like the thirty-five, Tech thirty-five, but. Pretty heads up play. And that just shows how good a coach Gundy is, in my opinion. Like whether he himself said that to those guys or his staff member that he's hired told him that. Like that's that's on the coaching staff for telling that kid to do that. Right. Yeah. No, uh, you know, speaking of Gundy, kind of going off topic here, did anyone else see the picture of Kale rocking a USC shirt? He was like the Choctaw casino for an OU Texas. Watch party, unless it's photoshopped, it looked like legit no to way. me. It was just like a USC, just like t shirt. I mean, wow. I don't know you. You saw Watch Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer was talking a little bit of shit too, apparently. Yeah. So was well, Rattler can Rattler such a bomb. Hey, come on. <laughs> they, had a big, net, they had a big win against a backup quarterback last week. He stinks, though, still. He's no better than Dylan Gabriel, although he's a hell of a lot better. You'd take than... Spencer Rattler right now. Hell yeah, I would. Uh, for, for depth, but I think he and Gabriel are pretty similar yeah, starting they quarterbacks. Yeah, like, they are. They're both what they are. Um, let's keep it in the Big 12 here. Uh, TCU ends Kansas unbeaten streak 38-30. Jalen Daniels goes down in the first half. But, man, Kansas, another Big 12 team that's got some good quarterback depth. Jason Bean, who nearly took down OU last year, four second-half touchdowns. So, I mean, they're another team – that OU would switch places with in a heartbeat at the quarterback position. Well, you notice Um, the thing about quarterback depth in this conference, especially is like all these teams with good backups. It's those aren't transfer portal backups. I guess you could say Chandler. But he played at Kansas last year, the year before. Yeah. I know he's been there for like three years. Exactly. So he might be a transfer, but he's been in the system. Like you can't just get a a rental backup quarterback. Like no kid's going to sign up for that. That's not on. That's not on Venables in any way, though. OU Lincoln left OU without a single. Who signed without a single scholarship? But he picked Bevel. Or yeah, hair here, Lubby. But who uh, they couldn't mm. get anyone. They tried to get Dart. Right, but, but like, no who wants to come be the backup? Like nobody. Exactly. Like Dart yeah. thinks he can that's play the, anywhere that's in the, the country. Problem. Right, that's the problem. They probably should have gone harder after, um, per, the younger Purdy brother, Chuba Purdy. Rather than Jackson Dart, who was never going to come be a backup, because yeah, Purdy, Purdy went and took the back. Nebraska is the backup there, so he was clearly willing to to be take a backup job. Yeah. Um, because he, um, Bevel is. I mean, I don't know how anyone expected the third string pit quarterback to 
be better than what he is. Yeah. There is a little, little tiny hope in this era. That's just, it's like a random free agent signing of a professional team that some transfer wants to come play at OU quarterback, some stud that's like takes it you over. Like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Baker's going to come back him and rule. Yeah. No, no. He's gonna, Baker can come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. His, uh, I think his days of being he's an NFL string quarterback yeah. are uh, are very he's limited. Already, I think he's got about if if Darnold doesn't take that spot when he returns from he's got about uh, seven more days. Injury. Baker is yeah. going to have a long backup quarterback career, though. I think we'll should've see. Should have taken, but... taken the offer the Browns gave me. He screwed the pooch there. Yeah, he's just not good. I mean, Did I hate you... saying it because Baker's one of my favorite one of my favorite players of all time, but. Got a good NFL quarterback. Did you did you guys watch any of this TCU game? The TCU receivers scare me to death. They're huge. Their their receivers are legit. Yeah, they're really they're, they're big really dudes. Um, what are how, how do you feel like they'll match up against OSU's corners? So that's the thing. Our corners got pretty banged up last week, and one of them, Jabbar Muhammad, he's good, but he's not very big. TCU receivers are very big, so um, yeah, I am a little concerned about that. To be honest with you. The secondary is going to get tested. Also, lost Kendall Daniels, who, in my opinion, was the best player on the field Saturday as a redshirt freshman, to a targeting. So he's out the first half. But he's he's the best player on the defense, almost, in my opinion, because they, they play him like linebacker safety. They they can move him around because he's so big. You know who's Losing having a great year? Who? Podcast guest, Trace Ford. Yeah, he is. He is a he, solid he's, beast. He, yeah. he's returning How the back. hell did OU not – offer that kid did they not offer him at all no i mean i don't know they might have he didn't have a committable offer he might i mean you know you never know how this worked but he's a kid that's like you look at you're like really like also like colin oliver too it's like what's what are we thinking well you know who took apparently you know who took um i think it was ford it might have been oliver i forget which one who took the spot that one of those two guys would have had was that joseph waite guy who went Mm. to high school who's a year older than caleb williams went to the gonzaga prep they offered him just to, to help him get Caleb Williams, and he's horrible. I mean, he's already transferred. So Oklahoma wow. did not offer Trace Ford, not even on his little rivals page at all. So, wow. Really? Yeah. Which is, I mean, he was a four-star OS, kid. OSU was battling with SMU and Arkansas. It looks like for him. So I saw uh, Calvin Thibodeau actually in the airport the other day. Oh, he's old defensive line coach. Oh, he's yeah. SMU now. Um. Yeah, so any other thoughts on Kansas TCU? I do just want to shout out the Jayhawks staying ranked. They, they, I don't think they even dropped in the polls. More than no, they, did, they, they didn't, they didn't deserve to. Um, yeah. losing, losing Daniels makes the OU game interesting. But then again, Bean threw for like 300 yards in one half. Bean so. tore us up last year. That game the game to watch was awesome, though, TCU and Kansas. They are battling. Yeah, it was good. Very fun, very fun game. All right. Duggan, uh, Duggan looked really good again. I, mm-hmm. I hate I, so. Sonny Dykes is a good coach. I'm not a Sonny Dykes fan, but he is a good offensive coach. So. I also like Gillespie a lot, which concerns me because Gillespie at TU, they've had some success against Spencer Sanders in the, in the past couple of years when he was at Tulsa. So could be an interesting matchup. Yep. All right. Uh, quickly, any thoughts on Kansas State, Iowa State? Iowa, does the state of Iowa have the two worst Power 5 offenses <laughs> in the country? They lose 10-9 um, to nine, lost to K-State? Yes, technically, but I do have to throw this dig in there. Iowa State's offense is better than OU's when Nathan Benable plays quarterback. Oh my gosh! The, yeah, the results prove the results. OU's offense is the worst offense in the country with Benable out there. Yeah, he's I a mean, tree. He's thrown for eighty-eight. 
I, and like over in, in what, seven uh, quarters of football, I think he's thrown for 88 yards. Is that bad? It's almost not great. Good. That's 88. Yeah, maybe he'll, maybe he'll get past 100 mark this year. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully he doesn't play again. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, briefly on a couple non-Big 12 games, Bama survives the Aggies, uh, Alabama without uh, Bryce Young. Milrow is a talented guy, but they had some bad fumbles. He had a bad interception. He A&M had like every a opportunity to deer, win. Man. Yeah. A&M had every chance to go in. A&M was not good either. That play to win the game was the worst play call I've ever seen. I don't. I, I know teams love game. the rollout thing, but like they needed three yards. He ran a one yard out. Like we got to be a little bit better than that. But Jimbo might. I don't think he has Nick's number, but he definitely coaches. Besides Kirby Smart, I guess like. Those two are the only ones that can actually like hang with Nick Saban. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Tennessee rolls LSU 40 to 13, setting up a big, a big matchup with Bama. The third Saturday of October has not been a big deal in like 20 plus years. So that'll be a good game. Uh, South Carolina, like we touched on earlier, upsets Kentucky, who's kind of falling apart a little bit. No, we'll love Saturday yeah. for Kentucky is what killed them. Did you see? Uh, Beamer's shot at Kentucky afterwards. Mm-mm. Oh, he, I thought uh, that's what it was. It was the shot at OU? I didn't realize it was a shot at Kentucky. He, no, he took a shot at, at uh, well, Rattler and slightly Beamer took a shot at OU, but they also took a shot at Mark Stoops because Stoops at SEC Media Days made some comment about, you know, you actually have to build a culture. It's not about just putting a hat on backwards and some goofy sunglasses and dancing, uh, yeah, yeah. which was literally Ooh. right after like South Carolina football tweeted something earlier that summer. So when they get back to the locker room, uh, Beamer is like, hey, guys, let's be respectful of the media. But I just want to say their head coach made a comment this summer about dancing with their hat backwards and sunglasses. So I think I'm going to do that again. And he, like, grabbed oh. the same sunglasses, like, turned his hat <laughs> backwards, and, like, they played the, the – uh, I think it was swag surf. Yeah, like, it was funny. funny. Shout out to Shane Beamer. Um, yeah, so um, – and then Mississippi State – Rolls Arkansas, who was without KJ Jefferson, but Arkansas, Arkansas is dead. They're dead. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, looking that way. I think they're bottom of the SEC at this point. So, mm-hmm. um, and also Pittman. After all this talk from Arkansas fans, he he's now saying like, "We're all, our goal to go go into the season was to make a bowl game." Yeah, really? Here. Here. Arkansas fans are delusional. Very, very. At least they uh, have basketball. They, they got hoops, man, and baseball. Basketball starts in like three weeks. Arkansas fans. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's finish it up with some week seven picks. Uh, we'll start outside the Big Twelve. Penn State seven point dog at Minnesota. Uh, who you got? You mean at Michigan? Yeah, uh, Michigan. Michigan. Sorry, yeah, at Michigan. Yeah. Um, Penn State plus the seven. I don't think Michigan's that good still. So I tend to agree. I think Michigan wins this one at home. I don't think Penn State's good either, though. I think Sean Clifford is a bum. But last time um, I doubted Sean Clifford, they beat the piss out of Auburn. So I'm not going to do it again true. for a while. I'm going to let I'm, him test me again. We'll see if this is on my final card. If I was to lean, I'd lean Michigan minus seven, but I'm probably going to stay away from that game. Yeah, I won't touch it. All right. Uh, one that I'm really excited about is Bama on the road at Tennessee. Uh, it's been before 2010, I think. I think 2007 or when was the last time Tennessee beat Bama? It was like 2007 or six. Long right. ass time. Um, I think 
I think Bama's going to win this one. I think Tennessee will find a way to, to not beat Bama. But I'm tempted by that uh, Tennessee plus seven and a half. Definitely. Might Hinden be a Hooker's, sucker line. Yeah, Hendon Hooker's so been, been him last yeah. year so far. He should be in the Heisman conversation too, which for sure is another story. Um, I don't really like a side. Seven and a half, I kind of like that number though if I was going to lean Tennessee. I like the total though. I think it's, let's see, I just have it. 65 and a half. Um, so if I play anything, it might be that because I mean, if Bryce Young plays, Alabama can light it up in yeah. their second. The Bama secondary is not what it typically is. So, and Tennessee's defense stinks. Yeah, it's very bad. All right, uh, under the radar matchup in the ACC, Syracuse sneakily five and one. Uh, they are a three and a half point favorite against NC State, who lost Devin Leary last week. They did not try to throw the ball at all once Leary left the game. So I'm kind of – I think this might be kind of an ugly game. Um, I'm kind of leaning Syracuse, though. Sean Tucker, the running back, is the real deal. Um, so I don't know if – I'm, I'm going to take Syracuse outright, whether or not I, I sprinkle any money on that spread. Um, probably like to see it get to three or lower, but I, I think Syracuse at the Dome um, keeps it rolling. Give me uh, give me Cuse. I was at the Carrier Dome a couple weeks ago. I went to a game. Check it out. Um, how was the atmosphere? Terrible. Um, I don't know how they play basketball games in there, to be quite honest with you. I it's it's not even called the carrier dome anymore, it's something else. Campus is really cool though. Um, I think Cuse covers the number, but I might actually play this because I don't think NC State is that good anyways, and then you lose your best player without that. Larry there. Yeah. Hurts. I'm with you. I also really I'm like Schrader, the, the quarterback for um Syracuse. He he's a beast. This is been- like he's like six five. He runs really well. They run him a lot too. He's physical. This has been quite the renaissance for Dino Babers. I mean, he's been on the hot seat for a couple of years now. So, yeah, um, he buys himself good for Syracuse. All right, keeping the ACC, Clemson, three and a half point favorite on the road to FSU. I love Clemson. I'm just going to get that out of the way. I, I also like Clemson in this one. Florida State is playing the wrong court. Florida State's playing the wrong kid at quarterback. You don't think Travis is the guy? No, they need to play. I think his name is Rodenberg. He played yeah. at Louisville. Travis, Skinny Travis is who. The only difference between Florida State this year and the Florida State we've seen in the last few years is they're finding ways to win some of the close games that they were losing. Their offense with Jordan Travis is still it's the same thing. Same. Yeah. 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 So I love Clemson. I'll probably take Clemson same. minus three and a half. All right. Um, USC, their first big test on the road at Utah. You've been I waiting to that, pick this game for the and entire I like season. the way that I like the way things have gone. USC undefeated. Utah with a couple slip ups. I, I like Utah big. I think their physicality is gonna wait is gonna wake you up, USC. Oddly enough, I feel like I like Utah more because they lost Saturday. Like if they had just steamrolled UCLA, I'm like, whoa, okay. But now I'm like, oh, tough spot. Like this is making Utah is not an easy place to play. No, like Utah season, you hate to say wheels fall off if they lose this one, but there's still some hope for a Pac-12 title game. Conference loss. So, yeah, yeah, if they like win they, this, they're, they're very right much in the in. thick of it. Yeah, so but they need to win this one. I'll, I'll take. Yeah. I'd probably take. I like Utah um, outright, but I don't know if I'll touch. It should be a good game. That's the. We well, talked a lot about. Yeah, I think so. I think that's gonna. My brother's going. That's gonna be a electric atmosphere. I, as much as we talk about like the parity in the Big Twelve, there's Pac Twelve. Pac Twelve is yeah. wide open. <laughs> it's it's, it's actually been really fun end. to watch. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oregon looks really good again. But they do. We know I think they might be the team to maybe the team to beat UCLA. But DTR, um, DTR. I'm sorry, he's he's looked really really good for UCLA. 
yeah. It's, ama- I mean, it's amazing make- what reps, five years of reps, will do to a quarterback. Yeah. That's how long he's been there, yeah. right? About five years. He's probably in his fourth uh-huh. or fifth year playing ball. He's old. He's yeah. He's been around for a while. All right. Big 12 picks. Uh Baylor three and a half point favorite at West Virginia. Does that make any sense to you? Three and a half points. You think it should be West Virginia should be favored? No, I think it should be more. But then again, I that's really? what made me ask. That's what made me ask. How good is Baylor? I I know that's what I'm wondering too. West Virginia, they're not a pushover for anyone. You know I mean, what? I'm going to pick West Virginia to win the game. I've changed my mind. I'm picking West Virginia outright. Wow. It's I mean Spencer like JT Daniels might be a better pure passer than Spencer, or he's like just as good almost like. They have weapons on offense. West Virginia does. So if they can get stops, which I don't think Shapen's that good. And I've said that. Like, I think he's just like a they, he just does a little dump off BS. But I'm going to pick West Virginia all right. I'm with you. I'm going to take West Virginia to win. I like the three and a half number. Um, I probably won't like take the money line, but just for the sake of this, I'll take West Virginia to win. Um, I think they're going to find a way to get to bowl eligibility. So they're going to have to, gonna have to win a few in conference. So, um, and I'm with you. Baylor has not been super impressive so um iowa state plus 16 and a half at texas uh, i think the result of the iowa state game last week and the result of the ou texas game really ballooned that number I, I i'm not touching it um i think there could be a little bit of a hangover from texas i think there's going to be but i i still don't just don't know how many points iowa state could score it also be so a little I'm bit of a, a look ahead, a look ahead from texas as well too they play osu the week after they do yeah. Um, Where is that game, by the way? I was wondering that today. Stillwater. It's it's homecoming. I'll actually be flying back down for that one. But it got the 2.30 time slot, which I don't really – mm. it is it is what it is, but I figured it would be prime time. Or the six-day window, and if OSU won Saturday, they'd make it uh, prime time. But um, I'll take Texas. Quinn Ewers is really good. He is. Yeah. No, I'll take Texas to win. He's really good. He's the real deal. Yeah. He's would you say he's already the best quarterback in the conference, or do you want to see a little yes. bit more? Yeah. He, like, he's like the way he spends it, it's it's effortless. Yeah. If I was an NFL team, I don't I'm not picking a quarterback in this year's draft. I'm waiting till next year, and I'm either getting Quinn Ewers or Caleb Williams. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like you can't go is, wrong. but is yours I don't know if yours is t- I know he'll have been in college for three years, but I think you have to be like a certain age. And he's still only 18 right now. So I don't know if he might have to do two more years well if he can go in 2024 i'm i'm throwing all the chips in on that guy or caleb i don't want bryce Bryce young's a little too small he gets banged up a little bit but i do like bryce young a lot really little tiny tangent as a steelers fan it's look looking like the picket pick maybe if we wait one more year get stroud or young it's tough Yeah, i don't know why anyone would have taken a quarterback in last year yeah i actually i have like picket terrible blowout but I, i am a fan of picket i mean that was a bad matchup oh yeah terrible bills all right, um, OU somehow seven and a half point favorite against Kansas, despite how they've looked the last few weeks. Another game I am not. I mean, I'm just not going to touch. Oh no come spread. on, Boomer! Not come on. seven. I think I do. I will say I think OU wins. I think we're going to find a way. I think Dylan Gabriel being back, backs against the wall. I've said the same thing last. The crowd's going to be yeah. rocking. We have too many emotions not invested. There. Yeah, I think OU. I think OU finds a way to win. I don't even know if OU is the better team than Kansas. I or they're definitely not right now. But I think they'll find a way to pull it. You out. say somehow they're a favorite though. If OU would have been made a home dog to Kansas, 
Yeah. There would have been hundreds of thousands of dollars at the casino placed on oh, yeah. on yeah. Kent or on Oklahoma. Like like the casino could the books could not have made OU the the dog. Because mm-hmm. I would I would, pop- I would have bet as much money as I could on, on OU if they're the dog. Who do you yeah. who do you think the, who do you think the public is on in this game? I would venture to guess Kansas, and I'm joining the public, which I am, I guess I am the public, but I'd venture to guess KU because especially like a casual who just and I'm no good at gambling right now, anyways, but a casual who looks at it and sees that OU lost forty nine to zero last week, yeah, and KU has only lost once and it was to a top fifteen team. I think they're gonna go. You know what? Why are they catching points on the road without realizing that? All the content surrounds it, but eighty-seven percent of the bets are on Kansas. Seventy-three percent of them, with seventy-three percent of the money on Kansas, a little bit of the sharp might be on OU, but the public loves Kansas. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll take KU plus seven and a half, but OU wins the game. I just every week I can't I can't keep saying they don't lose again, but then they lose again. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not putting money on it, but. I mean, this is like a look your program in the mirror type of game. You're at home to Kansas. And yeah, like you're saying, they definitely are the better team right now. But I mean, you have to win this game. So, hey, if, if OU loses this one, I might be back here next week saying, all right, let's let's fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully what we don't they, start with a 20 minute what, OU therapy session next week. What if they give up 40 and don't score another point? It's 49 to zero again Saturday. Okay, oh if they lose forty nine zero to Kansas, I think you could fire Brent Venables on the field on Saturday. Yeah, wow. like while he's walking off the field, like they Damn. would. I don't think they would do that, but I mean, I I would be all for that if they lost forty nine zero to Kansas. <laughs> That's like right? you don't turn I mean, this around. That would be the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, if that I'm, <laughs> we might cancel this podcast if. <laughs> oh, oh God, no! <laughs> that we really won't. might just no, be. No, it might no, be you. No, just no, it no. might just be you. <laughs> Yeah. No, um, no, no. All right. Uh, last one here. Pokes. Uh, and this opened at, at Pickham, right? But it looks like it's up to TCU yeah, minus three and a half. Um, at Pickham, I would have kind of liked TCU. Um, I think I like OSU plus the points. I think this would be a good game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, when when Gundy catches points in scenarios like these, he's typically uh, pretty good. I, I, that, I tend so. to lean OSU. Um I don't know if I'm going to take OSU outright, but I could see myself tossing OSU in a in a parlay on that money line. But I do think I'll end up taking OSU plus three and a half. No doubt about that. If I can get if I can get that number. Um. So I do. Like, I like OSU to win. I like OSU. Oh, fuck. My heart obviously says OSU is going to win the game, but then I I do use my brain a little bit, and I'm like, well, who's going to cover those guys? Like, our DBs are good. I'm not going to say they're untested, but there has been some holes. Oh man! I'll say OSU wins the game and and co- obviously coverage too. I'll probably bet OSU outright just to to it, that way. If they lose, I'm sad. I lost money and um, the sad. game. Yeah, I think I also think TCU is definitely actually the weakest, the worst home field advantage in the Big Twelve. Like, There's gonna be, like be a lot of OSU, OSU fans. fans yeah, yeah, there'll be yeah. a lot of orange there for um, sure because TCU fans like that's all I guess from you where. They're they're tailgating, but not everyone's showing up to that stadium, so um, it's not like it's a and, and it's a it's a home game for a lot of OSU play. kids too, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of family in the stands. One day we'll we'll go back and actually track our our picks from this, but 
Well, every time I, I mine have all been bad. Every bet I've given up the past two weeks. Oh yeah, me too. Bet. I've been getting murdered. I suck. I'm yeah, going back probably, to the the, analytics this the, week. The listeners should probably not be like they should probably just fade whatever. Fade. We're saying. Yeah, no fade. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Actually, then if that's the case, TCU wins. <laughs> <laughs> but your OSU picks have actually been fine. Like Tech covered a lot. I mean, OSU covered against Tech get, last week. I get we were both on that. that. It's it's like I think I know OSU well enough to know whether they're going to win or lose. Saturday is one of those ones. I'm like, eh, I don't know, but I am saying with certainty if OU has less than five wins when we play them in Norman, they will beat Oklahoma State. Like bad to like it'll be like a really embarrassing. Like we'll look back and be like, how'd they beat him like that? Like this and Nathan Bevel playing quarterback. It'll suck. We'll see about that. <laughs> I don't know if I've got to say normally I'd have the same confidence, but mm-hmm. I need I need to see something from the Sooners before I, I could imagine them beating a team as that's as well coached as OSU. So um all right. Well, um, uh, Brutal week last week for Clint and I. Fun one for, for Ruli. Hopefully, hopefully more positivity from the, the pod next week. Um, hey, my, if my, OU loses, though, this thing's burning to the ground. My grandma's an OU fan, man. That was tough to have to call her on her birthday yesterday and tell her her team stinks. I yeah. don't like doing that. I don't like doing that stuff. This is a tough week for me, too. Seeing you I'm guys sure. down. Only the listeners could see the look on this Miller Parker. <laughs> see, see, seeing you guys down like this, man, it's not right. And then Clint, you know, he's got the double way. I mean, the Steelers stink. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started. That was the worst weekend of sports fandom ever. Me, the Cowboys, you know, they're good. And we get a backup quarterback playing them. We're still better than a lot of teams. So oh. things are looking up for me right now. My fantasy squad is bad, but I'll trade the real life stuff for yeah fake, fake titles amongst friends. Well... Um. Yeah, we. I don't even have a response because it's just like, <laughs> yeah, we suck. So, um, yeah, we'll see can. what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, have another fun weekend of college football. A lot of good games. So, uh, yeah.